On this week's episode of the 608 Sports Podcast, we are going to be covering major college basketball games as well as recapping rivalry week in college football, followed by an NFL Week 12 recap of ESPN's top 10 teams, finished with our bets of the week and our top five of the week. And here we go. Be all good. So if you can get that audio file into um, Anchor, then I can edit it. Okay. I think from Anchor, I should be able, I should be able to do it from my phone on Anchor. Yeah. yeah. So as long as you can, and when you record the Zoom meeting, it gives you the audio file already, so you don't even have to convert it. Yeah. You don't have to do that yeah. second step. It That's It just far. gives you that audio file, yeah. so you'll just have to drop that right in. Okay, you ready? Are you, doing, are you in the welcome? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. Then I'm all good. All right. Three, two, one. Welcome, everybody. Today is December 1st, uh, Wednesday, December 1st, as always. Um, so before we kick off the show, uh, we wanted to mention that today starts Jimmy V Week in college basketball. Uh, for those of you who don't know what that is, it's a week dedicated to the memory of Coach Jim Valvano. Uh, Jimmy V was one of the greats in college basketball, and he gave a speech at the ESPYs in 1993. Uh, he was terminally ill with cancer at the time, and it was uh, incredible. It was incredibly weak. He gave a speech that was a little over 10 minutes. His speech had so many different powerful moments, and one of the most famous lines from the speech is "Don't give up, don't ever give up." Um, one one that is still impacting cancer patients around the world today. I honestly think the most memorable part of that speech is the strength in which he spoke throughout the entire speech. He didn't skip a beat and stayed strong. Um, when he finished the speech, he was so weak that he needed help off the stage. His message has transformed into one of the biggest cancer foundations in the world, the Jimmy V Foundation. Um, if you follow co college basketball at all, you know how much the speech impacted Dick Vitale uh, and what he has done for the foundation. Obviously, as we touched on last week, he was diagnosed with cancer um, and he got to call the Duke Gonzaga game, which is kind of just the embodiment of what Jimmy V meant by don't ever give up. Uh, so the reason for this message today is just that if you or anyone you know has been impacted by cancer, we obviously strongly encourage you to donate to cancer research, whether it is the Jimmy V fund or not, um, find some way to donate to cancer because any amount, um, any amount that you can give can help save somebody's lives, uh, can contribute to saving somebody's life. And as we all know, cancer sucks. So sorry for that, but we wanted to put that out there just because it's such a big week in college basketball. Um, and it's something that I'm pretty passionate about. Cancer really does suck. Uh, so we figured that was important to put in there. Uh, but we're gonna kick the show off now with Duke and Gonzaga. Obviously, if you watch college basketball at all last week, uh, Duke played Gonzaga after beating UCLA. Um, I think Duke really showed that Gonzaga is beatable. We were talking about it last week that maybe, uh, you know, Gonzaga could possibly go undefeated this year if they got through Duke. Obviously, they didn't. Um, I know I watched the whole game. I don't know about you, so I did you watch all the game. Oh, uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's nothing else on TV, and it was two of the best going at it. I thought, thought it was a really good game. Gonzaga didn't play as well as I thought they could, but Duke played unreal. 
Um, obviously, Duke just lost last night, uh, but I think they showed that they can run with anyone. And Ohio State just kind of caught them on a bad night, but I mean, Duke's got, I think they have all the pieces to be able to cut the nets down at the end of the year. Well, I think the biggest opinion. thing, too, I think the biggest thing is, too, like, how do you come back from that high such an er- like early in the season, you know, like you yeah. just beat Gonzaga, who everybody thinks is, like, going to run the table and go undefeated or, like, yeah. be close to it. You know, they've won 30 games, like, six years in a row now or some shit like that. Yeah. So, Unreal. I, I think it's more not, not so, like, that Ohio State is going to – like, if they play no, 10 yeah. times yeah. and, and – it and it doesn't fall right after the Gonzaga game. Duke beats them nine, probably nine times yeah. out of ten. No, yeah, if they played at any other point during the season, I mean, I'm right. sure it's a blowout. Uh, so speaking of Duke, Ohio State, we have um, – we're going to be a little short on college hoops just because we're trying to get through this thing a little bit. Um, but the Big Ten ACC challenge going on. Uh, Big Ten leads currently right now six to two. Um, yeah, with some games think, going on right now that – yeah. Are favorable uh, to the Big Ten? Yep, Michigan State's playing uh, Louisville right now. I think they're like three-point favorites, but yeah. they just need two now to clinch um, already uh, the ACC Challenge, which is pretty crazy. Um, but I think they'll get it done tonight. I'm, I mean, I don't did see Did you see uh, – I'm sure you did see it if you went on Twitter, but Ben Carroll, why he's cramping so much Mm-mm. and all that. They did like – uh, Holly Rowe reported on the sideline, but you know, he's cramped in literally every single game. Right. But they said, uh, so it was obviously concerning. So the doctors at Duke ran him through like a game test or like multiple game tests, loses mm-hmm. seven pounds a game to sweat. Holy shit. Like he's a mad sweater, like some sort of dis- yeah. not disease, but like obviously like some people just sweat a lot. Condition but yeah, literally, yeah. and it's like legit because like Duke doctors like put him through the test, seven pounds of sweat during the game. So he was That's drinking nice. like elect like Pedialyte on stair like some sort of electrolyte thing last night. Probably had to taste yeah, they disgusting, probably, but yeah, and they probably gave him an IV at halftime. I yeah, would so imagine or something like that. Literally, That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't see that. So like no water in his body, muscles tighten up and start cramping. Damn, crazy! <laughs> I, I wish not... I could lose seven pounds that quick. No kidding! Literally, just play one game of basketball lose seven pounds. Yeah, That's sick. Um, it's kind of strange though that he like never cramps up in like practice and stuff, or maybe he does, I guess. And we just, I'm don't sure know he that, just goes super light in practice, I guess. Uh, um, yeah, you got any other college basketball? College basketball, no. Um, no. Purdue coming out as the number one ranked team in the country, first time in program history. They're super legit, I think. They're yeah. very, very good. They just beat Florida State, who's pretty high, highly ranked, I think, at the beginning of the season, maybe not, but. Obviously, Florida State's traditional. They always have a good squad, beat them by about 30 last night. Yeah. But that's um, about it. And then Badgers, obviously, we touched on last week beating Houston. We'll see if they can uh, keep this kind of momentum going. I know it's early, but it would be nice to see them ride. Yeah, a couple big game, game against streak. Georgia Tech tonight. Yeah, and then Marquette on sometime, like, the next couple of days, too, right after I think that. that's I think. on Saturday. So, yeah, so – couple big games coming up here yeah uh, so it'd be nice to see if they can ride the momentum of the maui exactly uh, tournament and and keep keep riding absolutely uh so you want to just move on to football now yeah you that works for me else? okay all right so we're going to switch it up a little bit this week um we're going to talk about the games prior to the rankings i don't know why we didn't think of this earlier probably should have um just <laughs> get no feedback from anyone 
Right. True. True that. Thanks a lot, guys. Um, but no, uh, I think it just makes more sense. It lines up a little bit better to talk about the games first. Obviously, you know, there's some shuffling going on in the rankings when you hear us talk about the games, but I think it makes more sense to talk about the games first than the rankings. So um, start with Georgia, Georgia Tech. Not much to say here. Georgia rolled them 45 nothing. I think this is like the fifth week in a row. We just keep saying Georgia yeah. rolls. All right, next. Um, and even if they lose to Alabama, they're still in. They've been the best team in the in. country. So. Yeah, so it's like there's really not much to say. I I mean, we could talk about the Georgia-Bama game coming this, up. Yeah. I mean. But that will be good to talk really, about next week. Yeah, right. I'd rather recap it and see. Because, I, I mean, I – Obviously, I think we both think Georgia's going to win that game, right? And I think it, I, I really I think, think it's so. not going to be as close as like. Oh, that um the, do you know the line? Yeah, it's six and a half. Oh we yeah. Talked about it, right? uh, yeah, I told you. Yeah. Losing my mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then moving on, Cincy, East Carolina again. Not much to say here, really. Yeah. Um, thirty-five, thirteen, Cincy. Uh, they played pretty good. I feel like they could have put them away a little bit. Um stronger uh they kind of I, I mean 35 13 is a good win but yeah it felt like it could have been a lot bigger than that that's since he's um, rival is east carolina yeah, i guess <laughs> yes. just like or maybe maybe they don't even have a rival i don't know i, I, don't, I didn't listen to the game i was watching the game but i don't i don't know i watched a little bit and if it was, it was at east carolina who had east carolina has some of the nicest jerseys i've ever seen yeah they're sick. to be honest but very sick um, since he's anyways, in the playoffs, yeah, they're one. I mean, they got well, to obviously I mean, win, but yeah, they're one win away from uh non power first non power five team to make the playoffs, which is pretty sick, uh, yeah. regardless if they go and get blown out or not. But I mean, something that they can hang their hat on for sure. Uh, anything else, Cincy? Cincy, no big game against Houston, 10 point favorites, so yeah. Um, Bama Auburn then 24-22 Bama and this game was fucking nuts. Yeah, it was yeah. The Iron it looked Bowl. like Bama didn't stand a, a damn chance. I think they had the ball with like three and a half minutes left yep. and then got stopped. And then they forced a three and out. Yep. And then they had the ball with like a buck thirty left. And then they went down and fucking just through almost basically a prayer, it felt like he was just throwing it back shoulder kind of into the end zone, hoping for somebody to make a play. And of course, Bama being Bama made a play. Yeah. Um, with yeah, like what? I, was I, like 13 uh, seconds left or 23 seconds left? Uh, like yeah, under 30. Um, I was just going to say I'd lie bet Auburn to win the game when they're up 10 0, like the fourth, because you watch Oops. the whole game, Alabama didn't have anything going. Nothing. It might have been a bad bet. But then I mean, our, it was literally 10 to 3. It was 10 to 0. And, and then, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was 10 to 3 with a minute yeah. and a half left. And then just like for Heisman kind of thing, Bryce Young, or that's his name, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I thought so. He kind of needed like that moment, you know, because uh-huh. obviously he's one of the best players on one of the best teams, but he hasn't really had that breakout. I mean, he's had, he's got the numbers, but you know, you right. talk about like Heisman moments. And I, I, he took him 98 yards down the field. In the Iron yeah. Bowl, I mean that's a pretty big Heisman moment, and then yeah. ended up winning the game, and I believe it was four overtimes. Yeah, I think it was the fourth overtime that they fourth. finally ended. Yeah, uh, something that I like, just like now that you say it, notice this year it feels like this has been the lamest year for the Heisman race of all time. 
Uh, agreed. Like no one's agreed. talking about it. I know. Other than other than uh, Kenneth Walker when they played in Michigan, nobody and he had was talking five tutties, about it. And that was it. Yeah. And now he's not even in the top five. Yeah. Anymore. Right. Like I, I and, don't know. It's been so lame. It feels well, like it started didn't start off hot with Radler getting benched, who's a Heisman right. favorite coming in. Right. I know we're gonna yeah. talk about Michigan, but we're on the Heisman that their DN Hutchinson, whatever. Yeah. He's he's got the second best odds right now to win the Heisman. And he yeah. had no available odds at the beginning of the season. <laughs> like a DN from Michigan, I guess if you're a defensive player, you want to win the Heisman, only, go to Michigan. They, yeah, they only give defensive <laughs> players Heismans that played at Michigan. Yes. Yeah. But would I be the, the second who's ever. Gonna, I mean Stroud probably would have won it if they made the playoffs. I agree. I think so too. I mean, if like especially if he has a good game against Michigan and they I go feel, and make I feel the like playoffs. you got to give it. To, I mean, if Georgia wins the Natty, you give it to one of those defensive guys, right? That it's linebacker, somebody. seventeen, I think his number is. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, because no one, yeah, young and nobody's not and like nobody's fucking stood out this year. It's just no. strange. Like it's literally been the weirdest Heisman race of all time. I, I would like. agree. I don't know. All right. Uh, you want to move on? Yeah. All right. Bedlam. Oklahoma Bedlam. State, Oklahoma. Uh, 37-33 Oklahoma State. Um, so sketchy for Oklahoma State there. Got, a little got bit. very sketchy. I mean, it was a, so it was a back-and-forth game. Uh, it was tied at 24s at the half. Then Oklahoma State went scoreless in the third <laughs> while Oklahoma scored nine. Yeah. Um, but obviously Oklahoma State kind of rallied back uh oklahoma had a chance to win it at the end there i think they they got a a false start maybe or something maybe he took a sack one of the two kind of got them behind the chains and i think it was like fourth and 20 he tried to run yeah, for it and yeah didn't get there and, um oklahoma obviously playoff hopes are pretty much gone um um, and oklahoma state i said last week i think they're gonna make the playoffs um, and they just got a lot easier they just made it a lot easier. Yep. So they're eleven and one, um, and then they obviously have top ten Baylor coming up in the uh, Big Twelve Championship next week. So Saturday's uh, gonna be they, awesome. Yeah, I just think a if side they take note. Take care of business, and Bama <laughs> loses, and we'll talk about it in a little bit here. But yeah, um, yeah, I think they definitely made. They gave themselves a real good shot. Yeah. Saturday's uh, gonna be a hell of a day to watch football. Yeah, for sure. I agree, hundred percent. It's gonna be sick. Um, then the only other game outside of the Big Ten I wanted to touch on was just Notre Dame-Stanford. Yeah. Um, not much, but just Notre no. Dame 45-14. Obviously, Notre Dame rolled uh, like they should. Um, still got a chance to make the playoffs, but they got to have some things fall around them, which we'll talk about here in a minute. And obviously, we're not going to forget about the Brian Kelly news. So No, yeah, we'll get to that. Tight. Just for like Notre uh, so, Dame, I know we've talked about it and everyone talks about it, but like it'd be just so much easier if they were in a conference. Yep. You win Saturday, no you're in the playoffs. Yep. Right. No doubt about it. Yep. Like, oh man, it's just mind boggling sometimes, yeah. but very, very it makes it makes no sense at all. Um, but yeah. yeah, Big Ten. Big Ten. All right. Uh, so obviously we'll start with the big one and really that's all we're going to talk about other than the Badgers, uh, Ohio state, Michigan, 42, 27, Michigan. And my God, I did not see this coming. Me either at all. 
Not but, even in the slightest. It, it literally was mind blowing. I didn't like. I just kept expecting Ohio State to just all of a sudden start shitting on them, and then no. it just went the other way. I don't. I, uh, not that you know whether they both both teams had a play in it, but I honestly think they play and it's seventy and sunny and Strauchan is with the ball around the field. I think it's a little bit different game, but well, yeah, the weather definitely like played to Michigan's favor. Yeah, running obviously. the ball and they Ohio State got babied. The entire yeah, four quarters, Michigan's no, O-line no dominated. up front. Yes. Dominated. front seven got absolutely annihilated. It was unbelievable. And Michigan yeah. finally got over the hump. I mean, they'll probably right. sign Harbaugh to about another 15-year contract just for one win. But Yep. <laughs> um, I think, obviously, I think the biggest key to this game was that Harbaugh didn't have the khakis on. That's true. That's true. That's why they won. I mean – Science shows, right? No like, khakis win. You should have took the khakis off a long, <laughs> long time, time ago, <laughs> probably six years ago. Um, but no, seriously, Michigan. I, I mean, yeah, I don't know who that completely team... dominated, dominated them in every facet of the game. Like it wasn't even close. Who does Michigan think they are? I don't know. Apparently, a playoff team because I, I think they're 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 they're. they're Really in a real know, good spot like, here. I think they were bad for a while. Yeah. Not bad, but they weren't not impressive for that three, four yeah. game stretch. Well, and then they got beat. They blew a late lead late to Michigan State, and everybody was like, "Oh, Michigan State!" And then all yeah. of a sudden, Michigan comes back out of nowhere and yeah. just fucking dicks on Ohio State, just shoves it down their throat. So I now we, it. yeah. So now we get the not the worst case scenario, but Michigan and Iowa on Saturday. Mm-hmm. They have a date in Indy on Saturday. That's uh, and it's pretty uh, bummy. Yeah, so pretty bummy. I guess we can talk about the Badger game if you'd like. Uh, yeah, uh, so I guess. Twenty-three, thirteen, Gophers. Obviously <laughs> frustrating, disappointing. Back on that triangle. Yeah. Told you this was going to happen when we started getting on the hype train. This is exactly what I said. I think we're going to lose the last game of the season in Minnesota and crush all our hopes. And I was right. Boom. Because that's what it's like being a Badger fan. <laughs> Depressing as fuck. It is. And we finally truly, don't truly have is. to play Ohio State. I think we I think we match up well against Michigan. I mean, oh, we pretty much yeah. play the same football. Yeah. And we have a better defense than they do, I believe. So, so it's like, I mean. Things yeah, are too good to be I, true. It, uh, it sucks, This is man. what the offense looked like. In the first four weeks, and yeah, and Paul had no idea what was going on in this game. I mean, he got just, completely out coached, and then the fourth quarter thing with fourth and one. Uh, and yeah, that was decide, We we send the punt team out, then we call a timeout, or then we get a fucking false start, then call a timeout, and then fucking go for it on fourth down. Yeah, yeah we got it, but it was just like. Wasted a time out. What the heck is going on? Go for it. Hand the ball off and get a get a yard. Like what? What are we talking about here? Yeah, usually I try and say positive, but it's just like Minnesota, not very good at their home. It literally looked like it was the first game of the year, and we had no idea what we were doing, and no one had any confidence, and no one was fired up. I will say, game's probably a lot different. While Wilder doesn't get ejected, the first play of the game. well, right, and it, well, but that needs to go away. That rule has to go yeah, away. Yeah, everyone's mean, that, in agreement. Yeah, it's pathetic. Like, it's so bad. And it, 
I know I run, but it definitely wasn't his fault. There's literally nothing he could have done. So it's just a frustrating rule. Frust- I mean, it's not like one team sport, everything else, but just like he's your senior leader. Yeah, he on the defense. Um, yeah, we got we kept getting gashed. Defensive backs, safeties kept getting gashed. Big plays. It's just I don't know. Well, and it just takes all the wind out of the tunnel. Like you know, like you just all the wind right out of you know. I know. I'm sure like, every Badger fan start, feels the exact same way. Start a game like and, that. Start a game like that, and you just first the literal first play of the game. Yeah. And he, what a he gets. Yeah. He just gets, and that's his last game he'll ever play, and he get ejected on the first play. I mean, yeah. like, obviously, bowl season will play another that game. Fucking but, so meaningless. Right. Um, and I, truthfully, I think we need to – I know that we won seven games in a row, but, like, I think we need to get back on the topic of Chris to, might need to go. Um, All the way in. His time is running out, I think. I don't know. It's just – you can't teach uh, old dog new tricks. Is that the saying? Yeah. That's exactly. Uh, this honest question, how many jet sweeps do we run this year? Two. Maybe. Yeah. Definitely not double, digit, double digits. Yeah. It's I mean, just like, like you have crazy athletes on the outside that can make plays, but they couldn't even get the ball in their hands because Graham. I don't know. Sucks. Yeah. <laughs> But I'd but be on. Like, I'd be on board for Leonard. Yeah, same. I mean, it, at least give him a shot, and if it doesn't work out, then you move move him back to DC if he wants to, and then yeah. bring somebody else in. But like, yeah. I mean, he, we need energy on this team. Like, yeah. And Wilder got ejected. Like, that was the worst case scenario because he brought energy to the team, and Paul doesn't do that. So when when one of the guys goes down, then it's just like, oh fuck, he went down, and there's no one there to bring any energy to the team. Yeah. You know? And, like, I think, obviously, this game's a lot different, too, if Braylon Allen is fully healthy, because obviously he wasn't. He was not at all. And, and that sucks, obviously. But, like, again, it just comes down to play calling. We just got completely outcoached. There was, yeah. like, I mean, we're really going to run a fullback dive on fourth and two yeah, and not get it? Like, come on, dude. Like, I, then- I just don't. I don't know. And then I it's believe we threw the run, ball. We run. threw the ball, I believe, like 13, four, 13, 14 times in a row. Yeah. Something right. like that. It's like, well, what do you think was going to happen? Right. And we, we were know. like in the game. We weren't down 10. No, it wasn't it was like, like it was third quarter. It wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't like we're trying to come come back down 20 with like six minutes left. Like it, no. I think it was, we were almost maybe down one score Yeah, and we're throwing it like the game's over. Yeah. Like, and that's like obviously not our just, strong suit. Right. And even if Braylon Again, wasn't I healthy. Think that comes to Braylon not being healthy, but like somebody else can run the football. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. Obviously Braylon's amazing, but if you open up a hole wide enough, anyone can run through it. You know, right, and stop running it directly up the middle. Maybe yeah. every single time would be nice too. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's just well, super fucking frustrating. Guess man. we'll get him next another, year. Another year of disappointment. Guess we'll, another guess year we'll be average that. next year. Yep. <laughs> All right. So sad. Let's, let's give up on that because I'm getting <laughs> actually depressed over here thinking about it. So, um, 
college football rankings, football playoff rankings. Obviously, yep. Georgia stays at one. Michigan uh, swaps spots with Ohio State, or not swap spots, but they go up to two. Uh, Bama stays at three. Cincy stays at four. Biggest thing about these rankings here, obviously, I think there was no surprise after what happened with that game, um, you know, with the Michigan game, that Michigan was going to go to two because they just demolished the number two team in the country. So it only makes sense there. Uh, But the biggest thing for me here is Oklahoma State jumps Notre Dame. Yeah, that. Especially with uh, Notre Dame not having a – championship game like we oh yeah said. it's like notre dame picks up stanford but then oklahoma is playing in rivalry week against a top 10 opponent right. it's like how do you not put them over you know so so I yeah mean, that it's just, that was the biggest note for sure and since you're right. moving in but right. obviously like oklahoma state the committee likes them more already um so if they take care of business on Saturday, they're obviously in. I mean, if Bama loses, obviously, I would say, right? So like there's no way there's no way they let them jump them at five. But if, if they win and Bama wins, they jump Cincy, you think? Maybe. Depending on what Cincy does in their game. Like if Oklahoma State goes and just thrashes Baylor, who's number nine. Yeah. Then, you know, they beat him by 30, and think you have he to. plays in a tight one, I think yeah. you have to. I agree. Like, I that's the problem with not being a Power 5 team is you're just not playing enough good yeah. teams. Yeah. And that's why, the, again, we can talk about this all day long. The playoff needs to get expanded. Yeah. Because you shouldn't have to have this debate. It no. should be the Power 5 conferences, get a team in. You know, granted, if – there's not like a three loss big 10 champion, right? Like, yeah, then they probably shouldn't be in, but you know, if, if you have an eight, at least an 18 playoff, then there's no debate since he's yeah. in no matter what they do. But now you have to have the debate. If Oklahoma state goes and just absolutely smokes Baylor, how, how do they not get in? Yeah. You know? I know. Um, I really think we're only down to six teams that have a chance to get in. Um, yeah. Unless some crazy stuff happens, Baylor might be able to get in there if they beat Oklahoma State pretty good. Um, and, and then they already got two Bama losses, loses, right? Right. It's, so Bama would have to lose by a billion, probably, you know, and like, because then you, then you have to have the debate does. Bama get in with two losses over Baylor, who is a yeah. Big 12 champion, versus they would. Bama, who lost they would. in the Big 10 or the SEC championship. They so for sure great. would. I think so, too. So, I, I don't see anything out of the top six. No. Not at all. Obviously, Notre Dame's going to need Oklahoma State to lose and Bama lose. to lose and probably yeah. Michigan to lose, too, um, to be honest. I just – I don't know. Which is all possible. So, right. Well, I don't know. Do you have any other notes there? I mean, really, outside of that, it's just like it. It's pretty clear. No, yeah, it should be outside of just an Oklahoma exciting State weekend. Thing. Ready for some good football. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so some other big college news. Obviously, there's a lot of coaching stuff that's going on right now. Um, Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma. Uh, to go to USC, which is crazy. Um, same thing as the Brian Kelly news. Um, 
as of Saturday morning, Oklahoma had a real shot of getting into playoffs. Yeah. And he was going to leave for LSU anyways, or USC anyways, which is just mind-boggling to me. Um, But there was a tweet that went viral um, talking about his alleged contract. Yeah. Uh, 110 million, (laughs) USC buying both his homes in Norman for For 500,000 over asking price, which would be like his – million dollar bonus and then buying a six million dollar home for him in la i did see today though i, I saw i saw something saying that that's not true the, the buying him a home thing yeah i was gonna do. say something i don't know how that's any anywhere close to legal right with the ncaa I, uh, I don't know all those rules obviously there's some dirty people and like they're probably sliding money under the table but mm-hmm. i don't think you can come out and announce you're buying their new coach a six million dollar house right and uh, that's all booster money yeah it has to be so and the the pj for the family yeah i saw that too (laughs) i I mean so really um i looked again today like right before um to see if anything actually has come out about his contract but it doesn't seem like it so kelly's not really sure no kelly's yes but lincoln oh lincoln's oh okay like because this is all just alleged you know yeah not sure actually what's but gonna happen. I don't know why so. he left. It's a whole new rebuild. Right. I mean, I, I know why he left. Obviously, Norman and Los Angeles are a little bit different beasts. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma's going to the SEC. Should be tough to recruit. Or it's actually probably easier to recruit that you're going to the SEC, but I just don't think their style of play fits SEC right now and kind of fits Pac 12, air raid, explosive, no defense. Right, not as good at football, but it might be better for college football if USC is good again. But I'd have to college football will go on if they're not like right. It has so, um, but yeah, the Brian Kelly that came out today. It sounded like it came out today, anyways. Yeah. Um. So. If you had the 500K bowl bonuses, which LSU has made a bowl the last, like, 15 years or something like that. Yeah, in the last 20 he's seasons. Making, he's making $10 million a year, uh, and then it goes up by $0.2 million every year um, after the first year. So it's 10.2, 10.2, 10.4, 10.4, 10.6, et cetera, um, until 2031, where he'll make $11 million. Uh, he's the highest-paid coach ever at a public university um he's gonna be old yes, as hell they have made a bowl for 20 straight seasons he's gonna so be old as hell 500 bonus every year yep <laughs> um and then along with the bonuses he's also getting some incentives they're buying him two courtesy vehicles or allowances of a thousand dollars a month for car payments which would buy you like pretty much anything you want for a thousand dollars a month yeah. um and then he's also getting an interest fee free home loan up to 1.2 million uh, of 20% of the home price. So he can basically buy whatever the fuck he wants. Um, And then he can earn a max of $850,000 in performance bonuses each year. So if he wins the SEC, he gets a 20 quarter million dollar raise. Um, If he wins a national title, he gets a $500,000 raise to each remaining year in the contract. And yeah, in the contract. Oh my so Lord. if he wins it the second year, he's making 10.7 million. 
and then yeah. 10.7 and then 10.9 etc that is crazy um, so he'll be by the you know if he wins a, and if he wins a national title in the 2031 year he'll be making 11 and a half million instead that's of just pretty much all guaranteed right yep well, I mean, obviously I mean, not the bonuses, but everything else is guaranteed. That is insane. I'd be so, so, so rattled. You, so, I, I mean, mean it, Oklahoma, it I get it. I mean, you'll still be pissed off, you know, but, like, season's kind of over. But Notre Dame, I mean, you're a six-ranked team in the country. And yeah. I saw I mean, the video. If you're um, him, how do you turn that down, really? No, I know. You can't turn either the deal down, but it's just, like, right. so shitty for the kids. Um, I saw the video. Uh-huh. The four-minute video of Kelly's yeah, speech to the too. team this morning and garbage. Absolute. He doesn't give a shit about those kids. <laughs> it's just hilarious to me too because he's like, "Well, I wanted to start a new challenge for myself." Well, dude, you didn't even finish the challenge at Notre you, Dame. You have they made a playoff national... game? Yeah, oh, yeah they two. made. Yeah, they made two. But like, you promised them a national championship, and you're you're probably about to make or you have a really good chance to make the playoffs again and you're just going to up and leave so pretty pretty interesting choice to talk about creating a new challenge for himself when he hasn't even finished the last one it's just in college it's all about the coaches like no one gives a shit about the players it seems like sometimes like all the coaches are snakes Facts. snakes and they just chase the bag and they They just chase the bag they bitch at all these players for entering the transfer portal and the coaches are worse than yeah, and the coaches the don't have to sit out far. a year, right? Right. It's um, just I don't know. Yeah. I I just wouldn't have the balls or guts or I don't know the word for it, but to ever do that to any of my players if I was a coach, right? Especially Which like all the kids that he recruited. Like, it's just like so disrespect, like to everyone's families. They just promised them all this stuff, and you're recruits. Yeah. Now you're trying to tell them come come with me. It's like. I don't know what kind of person you are now, you know, like. Right. Right. If you're just going to up and leave a program when you rank sixth in the nation. Yeah. It's crazy. LSU, I get. Yeah. But. Crazy, right. crazy, crazy. Do you got anything else, college football? Uh, no. It's going to be a nuts weekend and watch. Really. Watch. Yeah. Watch all the games. because Watch all be the games. Um, So. Uh, moving on to the NFL, like we said, we're going to do injury report signing type thing every week. Um, so biggest one I would say is obviously CMC being done for the year. Uh, crazy, yeah. not surprising, I guess. This dude is clearly injury prone. Um, but sucks for the Panthers. But, I mean, it's kind of one. that was kind of one of the things that people were worried about him um, when he was coming out of college. So. It's kind of think biting them he, in the ass. I know I'll probably get to some NFL talk, but I would honestly think about trading them. Yeah, for sure. I think I you mean, could get valuable pieces and picks for a guy mm-hmm. that's played however many games. I know he's literally their offense, but they're already used to not having him in there. So why not go right. get more sustainable players, probably a couple of good right. players, and build for the future because that's what the Panthers have to do right, right now where they're at, just build there. for the future. I mean, they have Cam as their starter, so it's like you might as well. Just I don't know who would take him because of all the injuries, but I'm sure some team would take Somebody a chance. Would take a chance, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Especially because if they could give him a lighter load, like if it was already a good team, and yeah, they could give him yeah. a lighter load, yeah, like it would make sense. Yeah, 
Uh, then the Delvin shoulder injury. Uh, I really didn't see much news about this. It sounds like Zimmer says it's day to day, but if you watch, it, it was felt like it was very serious. Be ugly. Yeah, he got carted off for shoulder so, injury. I uh, I don't know. I guess maybe they're just trying to keep it under the radar how bad it is. Yeah, I haven't heard anything worry either about him coming back. But I I like looked it up today, like up and down, and really there was nothing other yeah. than Zimmer said it's like kind of day to day. Can he's I'm not like, durable no either? Fucking day to day. Right. He's, he's played he's, a few more games in CMC, but man, yeah, he's, he's very he's injury due prone for too. A big injury every year. It feels I like know, it sucks. And it's really tough because obviously him and CMC are both like super good players and yeah. big game changers. But like, yeah, man, tough. Um, and then Debo has a groin strain. Uh, sounds like he'll be out for sure a week, maybe two. Um, again. Uh, Shanahan was saying it sounds like it's kind of day to day, but to me, it sounds like it's going to be for sure a week, maybe yeah. two, three, yeah. possibly. So that sucks for yeah, um, the 49ers because yeah. he was really starting to become a, a real good player and like change the game for them. And yeah, they and they're rolling. Yeah. And they can't afford to really lose um, no. much. So um, it'll be interesting to see what goes on with that. Um, hopefully he can get back on the field because he is actually becoming a star. Um, so, uh, and then Adrian Peterson, he's back. He's back. Already. Yeah. I actually didn't see he's that. Back already. But... Uh, he oh. is signed to the Seahawks practice squad. <laughs> so AP, he's, my he's guy, back. might be time he to hang go. it up. He won't might be go. Time to he's hang not it up, going. My guy. He ain't fucking going. He's not leaving. He's not leaving. <laughs> I don't know why, so, man. He's made so much money, and it's just no reason to try. Like, you're old. Don't injure yourself, man. Just go retire and can lay on the beach for the next well, he, 25 he years. He's still got it, so let him live his life, all right? I know, but, man, it's sad. <laughs> but, yeah, practice players, so our practice squad. So And it's just like you're Adrian AP. Peterson. Why would you want to be in the fucking practice squad? Right. I agree. Like, for sure. Guy must just be bored as fuck. I don't. He's, he doesn't want to retire. Go raise your kids, man. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> and he's just moving all over the place, too. Yeah. I mean, that, that, he, they have to have something with all those free agents. Like, obviously, he didn't buy a house in Tennessee. Or, yeah. Yeah, I don't like, know. Like, I wonder how that works, you know? Yeah, for sure. Especially like a guy like him, because like you know, if it's a normal practice squad player, they basically say like you're on your own. But like it's AP, so I feel like they're probably not going to tell him you're on your own. Yeah. So, um, all right, let's get into the recap. We're gonna switch it up a little bit this week, just because um I'm obviously not at home. Um, I'm on vacation, so we're trying to keep this one a little bit shorter. Uh, so we're just gonna talk about the top ten teams um in the nfl based on the espn power rankings mm-hmm. um and we'll just talk about those games and then obviously we'll try to touch on anything else that happens outside of that but there isn't much um so number one espn has the packers ranked as number one um i think this is probably not that high um i i don't know that we're the best team in the league uh, but obviously like power rankings are different than like 
you know, your college football rankings. It's yeah. kind of based on like who's the best that week. Yeah. Not necessarily who's the best team. Um, but the Packers only they I think they moved up one spot, so they were at two last week. Yeah. Um, but we'll start with the Rams Packers game. 36-28 Packers. Um, I really think the Packers look good in just about every facet of the game, to be honest. Um, I was very surprised by the offensive line holding up so well against Same. the Rams defensive Same. line without Elton Jenkins or Bakhtiari because he's still not back. Um, so it was basically just a makeshift offensive line, and they completely did their job. I mean, yeah, we ran the ball well. Um, Rodgers didn't get hit much. Oh. Um, I don't even know if he took a sack, to be honest with you. I don't think he did. So it just it was very impressive. I was I was very shocked by by that. Um, again, I know they gave up 28 points, but defense seemed to look pretty good. Um, obviously picked off Matt Stafford, took it to the house. So pick six in three straight games. Yeah. The Rams um, and again. Go ahead. Rams zero wins in November. Oh, zero three. wins in November, and they haven't beat a good team. Yeah. Yet. Yeah, still have not been a good team. It's messed up. So I I guess um, you'll find out, obviously, where the rankings fall, but I'll just mention it right now. I was going to mention it at the end, but they're not even in the top 10. Um, They're actually at 11 now, and they shouldn't be. They realistically shouldn't be. They have not proven themselves at all. None. They have not Uh, beat a good team. I think we're going to get this rematch, though. In the playoffs? I, I definitely think so. But I think, you know, with it being at Lambeau, which, it, well, I mean, it might not be, but I think if everything goes the way it should, um, it, it's going to end up being at Lambeau. Um, yeah. So I, yeah. I think we'll be all right there. I should, I really it's do. already wraps for the Packers. Yeah. I think they're going to get a home game. Probably yeah, should get the number one seed. Sure. But OBJ had the touchdown, whatever, his mm, back was giving him – Giving out. But uh, the only other note I had, I'm sure you saw the jersey swap with Devontae, what Devontae yeah. said to him. I love it's funny. that out of yeah. Devontae. Uh, so is that, much. like, serious? I mean, or, like, Dude, friendly? I think so. No, I think that's him telling him, like, why the fuck didn't you come I think he got one, though. I think he, like, actually gave him one, though. So, that's why I I want to say it's more, like, friendly trash talk, but it's still very, very funny. God, I hope he didn't get a jersey because that would have been fucking awesome if he literally told him to get bent. And I guess if you haven't heard the news, I know they played, or this happened a couple days ago, but OBJ texts Devontae, wanted to a jersey swap after the game, and Devontae told him, why don't you go grab Cooper Cup's jersey if that's who you want to play with, pretty much. And <laughs> which I is love funny, that. But... I absolutely love it. And, I, yeah, I, I mean, like I said about the game last week, like obviously it sucks losing the Vikings, but I wasn't really worried about it. Seems like. Yeah, I expected a huge bounce back for the Packers. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't think we would I, – I, mean, I felt like we dominated this game, really. Like, obviously, we gave up the big play to OBJ, but yeah. outside of that, it felt like the Rams really had nothing going, and we just pretty much dominated the game. Yeah. So, it was good to see, for sure. And it's good to see against what you what everybody thinks is a good team. I don't think they're as good as everybody thinks, and clearly ESPN doesn't either anymore. Um, they haven't beat anybody, so – 
we'll see what goes on with the Rams, I guess. Uh, so the Cardinals had a bye last week. They're the number two. Just figured I'd mention them. They fell one spot. They were number one last week. Packers obviously passed them when they beat the Rams this week, and Cardinals were sitting at home. Um, so they're number two. And then at number three, we have Tampa. Um, they played a nuts game against the Colts, uh, 38-31 Tampa. Um, and I want to blame this one on the Colts rather than give credit to Tampa, to be honest. Same. Um Again, I mean, he went and scored five touchdowns last week, and then they got away from using him this week. I don't <laughs> I get it. It's like it's like it's like what the Vikings do with Justin Jefferson. Like he had he ended up he ended up with like 16 carries, I think, but like halfway through the third quarter, he only had like eight carries, and they were up early. It's not and they like weren't they were stopping chasing, him. It's not like they were chasing Tampa, right? Like they were no. up. I, yeah, they were up 24, 24-14 at half. Like, yeah. just feed the guy the fucking ball. I know. <laughs> like, you have a 10-point lead against Brady. Just run it down their throats. and Just take, take as time much off time clock. off the clock yeah. as you can. And they weren't. I didn't get it. It made no sense to me. And then, like, then they got behind. Then they started using them. It was like, well, you probably should have done that a fucking quarter and a half ago, you dumb fucks. <laughs> it was so stupid. I was just, like, getting irritated watching it because I knew they were going to end up losing because they just – yeah, you they can't. were they wasted their lead and by then, not giving him the ball. I believe they had three turnovers in the second half. Yeah, I think so. Carson. Yeah. And JT Carson has not fumbled. Out. He doesn't fumble no. anymore. No. He's so, so secure with the ball. Just give him the ball. I know. It made no sense. Uh, I mean, other, other, like, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say the only other note was uh, Leonard, 131 total yards and four touchdowns. So it's pretty scary. Uh, if if you're playing Thinking. the Tampa Bay Bucks, because uh, Fournette kind of resurrected in the last, well, obviously last year played really, really well. I don't know how he got even got on Tampa in the first place. Got cut from Jacksonville, right? Yep. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> but so if they're able well, to run the ball good. and throw the ball, no, he wasn't last great. Last season he but, was at Jacksonville. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah, I can't blame him for not wanting to be in Jacksonville. Uh, so a half hour ago we got some breaking news. Um, Marcus Freeman just got named Notre Dame's head coach. I honestly don't know who that is. Me either. Oh, man. And I don't know, is he even on the – is he, like, on the current coaching I think staff he's the D coordinator. Was hired from Cincinnati staff last January and made an instant yeah. splash in the recruiting game for Notre Dame while also having a stellar year calling the defense. He's yeah. The D coordinator. Yeah, so that's what I thought. If they whatever bowl game they play in, he's gonna. Yeah. Um, well, that's good. But it doesn't look like there's any contract details, so I don't know if this is like a one-year deal, like he's just gonna be kind of an interim head coach for next year, or what the deal is there. Um, yeah. But I just saw it come up on the TV, so then I figured I'd look it up. So. Same. Yeah. Um, breaking guess, news. Yeah, breaking news. Good for that. I like that. I like that though. Keep it in house. Right, for sure. At least I, like, I guess him, he's only been there him, one year, but right. But at least give him a shot. Um, yeah. To to prove himself, it probably will just be if, like a two year. Plus, plus, like obviously, all those Brian Kelly recruits, like he's talked to them too. Yeah. So yeah, it, like it, it gives them like some sort of sense Sub- of like stability. Yeah. Right. All right. Um, Baltimore comes in at four. Uh, 16 to 10 Ravens, boring ass game. Lamar looked like shit. He had 
He was 20 of 32, 165 yards, one TD, but he had four picks. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the half, nobody wanted the fuck. Nobody wanted to like even hold on to the ball. No. Um, no, yeah. It, There's four turnovers it, in a minute and a half, I think. Yeah. So Something it goes, that. it goes. Hold on. I got to try to see this. Miss field goal, punt, punt, field goal, punt, field goal, fumble, interception, field goal, interception, fumble, interception, punt. <laughs> I don't know how you put the Ravens at four after watching that shit show. I don't but. either. Um, don't understand that, but that's where they're at, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really have anything yes. to say about that. Game. No, yeah, Browns are horrible. Yeah. Ravens need yeah. to play a lot better, especially if uh, they're yeah. supposed to be the fourth best team in the NFL. Not buying that. But, yeah, yeah I Browns are dead. Ravens still season is live. Yeah. Um, so then number five, we got the Patriots, the New England fucking Patriots. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, I told you that they were going to make a run. I didn't think it was going to be like this. No. Um, they're now up four spots from last week. They were in the nine spot. Um, and, man, they're fucking rolling. Yeah. Uh, they played the Titans last week. 36-13, uh, absolutely smoked them. Uh, I obviously shouldn't have bet against them. Clearly, that was my no. mistake. I, yeah. I, But I thought this was going to be like one of their games where they're not like going to have a letdown. I thought they were going to win the game regardless. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was going to be a little closer, and nope, not at all. No, Titans are super banged insane. up. But... Matt Jones was, again, really good. Um 23 of 32, so not that great, but not bad. But he had 310 yards, two touchdowns, and again, he didn't throw a pick. It's just the no picks. Yeah. It's just, just the no picks. And even if you did, the their defense is good enough, but it's, like, so right. smart not to take shots. and Because it was a close like, game, right? It was 20, like 14, 13, 20. Yeah. 20, yeah, something so. like that. It was it was fairly close for a while, but then they just – Yeah, know, turned it up. They just did what they did and have been doing. Um, and you know, 23 yards or 23 completions for 310 yards. Like that's a pretty good clip, you know, like the 32 attempts, um, for 310 yards, isn't that great. But when you, when you only have 23 completions, like 310 yards is pretty good. Yeah. So, I mean, he's clearly, I think in my eyes, obviously now with Jamar chase, not looking that great, not doing a ton. I, I think he's the clear cut favorite to win. Offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, he's minus like three fifty, I believe. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, it, it's not even close. Like the guy has just been so good, and it's of course it's Patriots, so of course he's yeah. going to be good, right? Like he's literally going to win five Super Bowls. He might. He definitely might, especially if they continue to build around him. Like fucking hell, look out! Yeah, they might fucking make the Super Bowl this year. Literally. I know that'd be so messed up. It would be crazy, but they actually might. They, like, very well could. The way they're playing right now, it's unbelievable. Maybe they're peaking too soon, but I don't know. I really don't know. And you know damn well Belichick's not showing everybody everything, clearly. No, no. Like, <laughs> they don't have to to win these games. So, it's just, like, he's you know he's hiding some stuff. Uh, and he'll break it out in the playoffs, and they'll make a run in the playoffs. Like, I, I would be shocked at this point if they don't win a game in the playoffs. I don't know how you feel. No, yeah, me too. That, but like, I, I, I see it as 
they're they're gonna win a game in the playoff. Um next but yeah. Um Kansas City is number six. Uh they had a uh, they were one of the teams that had a bye. Yeah. Um they moved up one spot sitting at home. Um, but yep, Kansas City is officially now back up there. Um, I, I know I'm not buying it. Get it really? I'm not I'm buying still that not either. All in on there. No. But uh, they, I mean, they just no one, have a yeah. decent record. So. I guess no one in the NFL has really proved themselves to be a top five team in the NFL. No, I mean, no, it's just kind of there. Everyone's say. there because of their record, but everyone's had bad weeks. Everyone has bad losses. So it's kind of a I would say the Packers are probably of. the best. Yeah. Like the, the and best the Cardinals. Team just based on just based on like their resume. Because yeah. like, yep, they lost to the Chiefs, but they didn't have Rodgers, right? Yeah. So like, and then you lose to your rival, conference yeah. rival in a close game. Like and, and then the first game has cost us some games. So yeah. yeah, and then the first game is was a fluke. Yeah, but so it's them like, and the Cardinals, I think, have set themselves apart. But yeah, for I don't sure. think anyone's that far behind, but right. And then your bills, um, <laughs> they're not my bills. They're, they're coming at seven. Uh, they played on Thanksgiving against the saints. Um, didn't really surprise anybody took care of business 31, six. Uh, that was actually my lock of the week, uh, minus six. So obviously that hit pretty easily. Um, but Josh didn't really have the game we were looking for from him. You know, we talked about it last week, like he would go out and put on a show. Um, he had some good numbers. It was, he was 23 at 28 for 260 with four touchdowns, but he had two picks. Yeah. Um, so could have been, a, it, it's a good stat line if he doesn't throw two picks. If he throws one, it's a really good stat line. If he throws none, it's a great stat yeah. line. Um, but not, that impressive, but I guess when you're up 31-6, but you shouldn't be turning the ball over that much. So uh I, I think the Saints are pretty much done for. Um, done. Sounds really like done. Taysom Hill is gonna start at quarterback this week, but <laughs> I don't coming think off he, an injury. He just doesn't uh bring that much of an improvement. At yeah, no Camara's very tough for the Saints. Right. And MT, who we forgot about, but at least I've well, yeah, kind of forgot about all, him. Well, I mean, he hasn't played all season, no, yeah. so it's kind of hard not yeah. to forget about him. Um, number eight, Titans. Uh, we already talked about they got smoked by the Pats, so don't really need to talk about them. Um, and then number nine, Cincinnati beats the Steelers pretty bad, 41-10. Uh, Burrow had, was 20-24, passing 190 yards, one TD, one pick. Um, but this was mostly a running game for the Bengals. Um, Mixon had 28 carries, 165, and two touchdowns. It's surprising to me how much the Steelers have gotten beaten on the ground this year. Yeah. Like, they have a good defense, you would think, but apparently not so much. You know what? Yeah, I would 100% agree. I mean, that's – TJ Watt's been out a few games, but it's not like he's the interior defense, you know? Right. And it's just like if there's one thing the Steelers should be able to hang their head on, it's people not being able to run the ball and they, and they themselves being able to run the ball. I think that's what they kind of always right. uh, prided themselves on. Yeah, and uh, that has not been the case. And 
as Chase Jamar, is he playing? I honestly, yeah, he has been playing. Then he's that, slowed way down. He's but just not. I guess teams have figured it out. Maybe. Yeah. Big Ben, uh-huh. I think his career sadly could be dope. Could be over. Yeah. After this yeah. season, maybe not yeah, after the season, just, but he just doesn't bring anything to the table anymore. It's like, yeah. It's pretty like embarrassing watching him play. Like it, the Chargers game is such a fluke because he actually like looked good, but well, they're down just, seventeen. But I don't know. Ah, uh, strange. Bengals kind of back, um, but I wouldn't take much away from this game. Obviously, I mean you're not going to be able to run the ball on a lot of teams for 165 yards. So, um, but good for them to be able to do it and to game plan to do it obviously um so and then rounding out the top 10 excuse me uh the cowboys they played on thanksgiving obviously uh 36 33 raiders Um, so this is i think the only top 10 team that didn't play another top 10 team that lost yeah i believe um but this game was brutal like they couldn't the refs just couldn't fucking keep their whistle out of their mouth. I know it was both, unbelievable. Not even a drill to watch on Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving. Four, yeah, fourteen penalties both teams had for over hundred yards. I think it was like two hundred and something yard, two hundred twenty-eight yards or something. Total, of yeah. Total penalty yards. It's. I mean, that's just absurd. Of course, there's going to be sixty-nine points scored in the game. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't account for that when I took the under. Yeah, no. Last kidding. week. Um, and the other thing I wanted to say is we talked about this last week. Was we thought with no CD, no Cooper, that they were gonna lean on Zeke. Dude yeah. had nine carries. I know, and they still like, scored that many points. Right, but like, why are we only running him nine times? <laughs> I don't know. Against I Raiders D line is pretty good, but. But should be come able, on. at least, yeah, give him a chance. Nine carries, he had like 18 yards. I know. What are we doing here? But I guess it's pretty good for their offense, uh, Cowboys offense, if they can score and move the ball downfield without Zeke and without their two best receivers. So that's oh, yeah, but they had like 40 yards and just defensive pass interference. Yeah, but yeah, so that led to like three scores. But so, yeah, and the Raiders offense hasn't been great, obviously, with the penalties, but I think. Cowboys defense is a little bit questionable. Yeah, but for sure. All right, you got anything else, NFL, before we move on? No. Neither. Uh, so no. bums and breakouts. You yeah, want to go can, first or you want me to yeah, go first? Um, I can go first. Uh, just to add, side note, uh, I know you mentioned we're trying to speed up the show. You're on vacation. When you guys are listening to this, I'll probably be with you in vaca- on vacation. Uh, right. So there's no wasted – we don't want to waste Max's time down in Florida. So we'll try and move through this pretty quickly, I think. Yeah. That's um, good with like, you. I mean, not, the, not really quick, but. Yeah. And then obviously like next week or when I get back, we'll, we'll be back on like our normal shows. Yeah. Stuff, because but. we could have done a lot more. We probably could have previewed every college every game, game this weekend. Yeah. And we could have done obviously the normal recap of every game, but we're just yeah. trying to, I'm trying to, not waste yeah time. i just want to so. add that in there so if we move kind of quickly through these last parts that's why um so we'll go with the bums my bums i have mike evans and chris godwin combined 
<laughs> uh, so Evans. I like that. Five targets, three catches, 16 yards, 4.6 points. Uh, Godwin, four catches on five targets, 24 yards, 4.7 points. I know Fournette had four touchdowns, but it's still you expect at least one of these two guys to go off every week and they combine yeah. for 10 points. Yeah, so brutal. they're both on my bums list as a pairing this week. Nice. <laughs> I like that. And then my uh, other one, or no, go ahead. All right. My other one, DK Metcalf. Yep. Free him. Free DMT guys. We're saying, free I know him. it's, he had four targets. Didn't, didn't have a target till the fourth quarter, but one catch for 13 yards, 2.3 points. Absolutely embarrassing. I know Russ is injured. I know all these excuses, but you're freaking DK Metcalf and Russell Wilson. Yeah. Right. So those are my bums. Yep, for sure. Uh, so I did CMC, um, and he has 127 and a half points on the entire season, and that's all he's going to have for the entire season. Um, <laughs> he was the number one pick in every draft virtually, um, and he's going to put up 127 points for the season. So I put him as a bum. Obviously, it sucks that he get hurt, but he didn't play like eight weeks last year, um, and it just seems like – all these people obviously are putting so much into it. And it's like, there's so many teams, like I'm in like four leagues and every league that whoever drafted CMC, they're not even going to make playoffs because it's your number one pick. And then you don't get a pick till 24. So if he gets hurt like that, you're screwed. So uh, he had three and a half before he got hurt, um, but he's done for the year. So 127 and a half points on the air for the number one overall pick is not great. Nope. Uh, and then my other one was George Kittle, 2.3, two targets, one catch, 13 yards. Um, obviously, the heavy run, running game um, against the Vikings hurt him, but you can't be getting one catch for 13 yeah. yards if you're George Kittle. Yeah. Uh, so then moving on to my breakouts, uh, obviously, um, I have Leonard Fournette on there. <clears throat> he had 44.1 points, hit the century mark on just 17 carries. I think he had four touchdowns. Um, obviously he's, we just talked about he's channeling in his early Jacksonville days. Cause he was really good there for a few years and then he wasn't so great. Um, but in this high powered offense, like you said, it's crazy that he can be getting 44 points on his own. Yeah. Um, and then my second one was, I just touched on it a little bit with Kittle, uh, Eli Mitchell, 27.8 points, 27 carries for 133 yards and a touchdown. Obviously he seems to be the clear cut back. They're in San Francisco, which is crazy because they usually have like a trio or a, at least a duo of running backs. Um, but there's no one even close right now um, for the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, so that's why I put him on there because he might be in every week, like good running back too. Yep. Uh, so, uh, ahead, so, uh, so for my breakouts, I have T Higgins. who's kind of went under the radar this year, has, mm-hmm. has had a solid year, but under the radar just because of Chase. Uh, so he had six catches on eight balls thrown his way, 114 yards, 23.4 fantasy points. Uh, so outscored Chase, I believe. Uh, T. Higgins, very reliable option, has been, and I think he always will be for Joe Burrow as long as he's there. And then mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs, who have you been – oh, no, you've been hard on the other Raiders running back. Well, yeah, Kenya, I, he just needs to get the ball. Yeah, but they actually gave 
Uh, Josh Jacobs, the ball, 22 rushes for 87 yards. He caught two balls for 25 yards and a touchdown, 19.2 points. Uh, kind of just a big week just between splitting carries right. and splitting time back there. So he had a nice game. Sure. And then just another side note, um, going back to CMC, I think Schefter tweeted the other day, probably the top four picks in most every fantasy mm-hmm. football draft are all out <laughs> right now. Yeah. I'd be CMC, Dalvin, Kamara, and King Henry. Yeah, crazy. So that's pretty tough. Yeah, very. Just a side note. But very. So Maybe breakouts. Got getting a fifth or sixth pick this year. Yeah, ex- yeah, you really did. So for my yeah. breakouts, I had T. Higgins and Josh Jacobs. All right, moving on to bets of the week. Uh, so rough week for the boys last week. I was two and two, <laughs> so I was one and three. Um, but we're still not too bad on our overall records. I'm 12 and eight, so he's 11 and nine. Um, again, not really meaning anything, just kind of more for bragging rights. Yeah. Um, but uh, so my under the week, I'm going Seahawks 49ers uh, at 40, 45 and a half. Um, I expect a heavy dose of run in this one. So not a ton of points for the Niners. Um, and then I'm just sticking on the Seahawks trend. Uh, I think they're like one in nine against the over this year. Yeah. It's unbelievable. So um, that's why I'm going with the Seahawks uh, under Seahawks Niners under 45. Seahawks. Okay. And my under is the Cardinals and bears also under 45 and a half. Um, is Kyler back yet? Yeah. He'll play. Okay. Next week. okay. That's fine. Uh, I don't think the and bears. Nuke, I think. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, then my thought process is maybe because the Bears defense isn't horrible. I think they'd be able to stop. Mm-hmm. They'll be able to stop the Cardinals. And then maybe Murray has an off game. Uh, I just don't. Th- I think the Bears are a mess. I think Cardinals played. D is very good. Uh, so under 45 and a half uh, Bears, probably 13, 17 points and Cardinals. I don't think it's a blowout. That's all. 24 maybe. Yeah. Um, but uh, no fields either, it sounds like, too. No, so yeah, that should, yep. that no help. fields as well. Uh, so over uh, for me, Pat's Bills, 43 and a half. Um, I think that's this number is so really low, really low. Like, yeah, I didn't even see And that. that's that's virtually the only reason I took this. It just seems so low. I don't know what they're expecting. I guess maybe just to grind it out. Maybe there's bad weather. I don't know. I didn't yeah. look. Um, but – yeah, Pat's Bills 43 and a half. It just seems so easy. So that's why I put it on there. Okay. Yeah. Uh for my over, I have the Bucks and Falcons over 50 and a half. Um, Falcons D can't stop their own shadow. Uh Bucks yep. defense, people have been able to score on them. They don't have everyone healthy. They're definitely not the same defense that they were last year. I don't think uh just with injuries and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I just think they're a little bit out of sync. Uh their corners. So I do expect the Falcons to score some points and I expect uh, the Bucks to put uh, put up a big number on the Falcons, so over fifty and a half. Yep, I like that. Uh, so my uh, dog of the week, I'm going Chargers. Chargers four and a half against the Bengals. Um, I don't know why. I just didn't really like the dog slate this week. Really, um, no, yeah. what it came down to, I didn't really like any dogs. Um, do I you just consider that, uh, do you consider the Bengals a good team? No. You don't? They're just so inconsistent. I know. I was just going to say the Chargers haven't beat a good team all year. Well, true. I'm <laughs> but not they could keep it four win, and a half. I don't yeah. think. Yeah. Um, but again, uh, Bengals, super inconsistent. So are the Chargers, obviously. Um, but 
I just I don't know. I didn't like the slate, and that was the only line that kind of that one could literally go either way. I think. Yeah, yeah. That's Uh, why it's just what which team shows up for both teams. Yeah, is really what's going to happen in that game. Uh, for my dog, um, I probably shouldn't do this to Patriots fans, but I'm taking them, so I probably lose now. But Patriots plus three against the Bills. Uh, I'm just gonna hop on the train. I know I'm a little late, but I'm just gonna hop in. And I think the Patriots, you know, the Bills were supposed to be the best team in the AFC. The Patriots are supposed to be shitty. Uh, it's kind of and the Patriots not, have always that's complete. The Bills. Yeah, so I think that tradition continues because I don't think obviously the Patriots have surprised everyone, but I think they keep it rolling. Um, the Bills have been shown not to be at their best some yeah. nights. Yeah. Um, so I'm going Pats plus three against Bills. I think. See, I win. was gonna, I was gonna do that, but I couldn't do that to my boys, so I left. Yeah. I left that alone. I'm staying off that train. So I'm not even gonna bet them on my own. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let it play, play itself out because I don't want to be the reason that they somehow derail the train or something. Yeah. So, uh, favorite of the week, I'm going Cards minus eight against the Bears. Um, I just think I know that they'll probably be rusty, and this isn't going to be good for your over or your whatever you're under. No, yeah. Um, but I, I know that they might be rusty, but I just think the Bears are shit. Um, and then Kyler coming back, I think Nuke's going to play too. Um, again, I didn't really like the favorite slate either. To be honest, I didn't. I, the spreads were just <laughs> like for me, they were like all right on this yeah, week, and I just yeah. nothing stood out to me. Um, so I just. The Bears suck, so Cardinals minus eight. Okay, my favorite is going to be the Ravens minus four and a half against Pittsburgh. Um, I think Lamar is a huge bounce back week um, in division. Uh, I just think Pittsburgh is a huge, huge mess right now. Um, I honestly, mm-hmm. if I think Tomlin and Ben Roethlisberger have a good enough relationship, maybe not, but like if it Ben showed anything or was like anything was last week, I think they give uh, Rudolph a chance. I mean, I wouldn't it literally wouldn't hurt. And yeah. then, you know, it's just one of those things. So, I, not that I'm expecting a Mitch Rudolph appearance, but I'm just, I just think the Steelers are an absolute mess. And I think the Ravens roll them. Yeah, for sure. I don't disagree with you at all there. Um, but yeah, we'll see how we do this week. Hopefully, we have a bounce back week, but I'm not expecting one. I just didn't really like any of the slates. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. All right, moving on to freest money. Uh, so we both won again last week, right? Um, so yeah. we're both now four and one on the year. Uh, so this is basically it's down to whoever loses next. If um, you know, obviously, we, yeah, the other person would have to win. Um, but we could see this go for a couple more weeks. Who knows? We could both lose this week. We could, you know, I could lose. You could win. Um, so we'll see. Bar bar tab is still on the line. Uh, just this week because. Um, we kind of did it last week with the Thanksgiving thing, and it's it could decide, um, you know, who wins this whole thing. Uh, we are we are keeping it to college football and the championship games this week on Saturday. Uh, a lot of good football. Figured it was fitting that we should take um, something from those games. So that's what we're going with. I don't know if you want to start with yours or whatever. Uh, I will start with mine. Uh, so my game is actually going to be on Friday. And okay. it is going to be Oregon and Utah over 58 points. Okay. Um, I haven't done a lot of research, but I kind of just scrolled through, looked at the lines, don't really like anything. I was going to take Michigan. I think 10 and a half is a lot. Uh, but Utah rolled 
Oregon last time they played. Mm-hmm. Utah's two and a half point favorites. Yep, but I'm going to take the over. I think it's a Pac-12 uh, shootout for the championship. Okay. All right. I like it. Uh, so I did do a little bit of research on mine. Um, but I'm going with Pitt minus three uh, against Wake Forest. It sounds weird when you think about it because Wake Forest was up there the whole year. They are kind of undefeated, you know, like talking about maybe making a run at it, blah, blah, blah. Um, but for me, it basically came down to um, the, the numbers on, uh, against the spread. Pitt is in the top five in the country against the spread. Uh, meanwhile, Wake Forest is actually like a, a perfect six and six against the spread. Uh, so they're not great at covering the spread. Um, Pittsburgh being favored, I was kind of surprised, but I'm going to just roll with it. I think Kenny Pickett. This is going to be a really good game for him to kind of prove himself, uh, send his draft stock a little bit higher. Um, and I just think Wake Forest can't stop anybody. And Pittsburgh's got a defense that can hang against Wake Forest's offense. So yep. Pittsburgh minus three is my phrase money of the week. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, good luck to you. Uh, this could decide Good luck, it. man. Good luck. So, we'll be together. So, yeah, we will uh, be – boozing down here in Florida, watching the games. So it should be fun. Uh, and then just for this week, because trying to save some time, we're going to skip uh, questions or suggestions from fans, uh, move to the top five. Um, just one quick. Uh, we also right. skipped uh, the preview for next week, but I'm literally looking at the schedule and there's no good games. The best okay. game is Monday night, Bills Patriots. Every other game, okay. if you look at records, and Brutal. just look at the teams. It's not good. Yep. It's yep, not good. Just throwing it out there for NFL preview. There's only one no. game. If I look at it, that I'm looking forward to. <laughs> right. Uh, so top five of the week, because we're both going to be in Florida this week, we're going to go with uh, vacation destinations. Um, our Wherever we would like to go, um, our top five um, trips, ideal trips, whatever you want to call it. Um, so I'll start and mine isn't actually an actual place. Um, it's just out of country somewhere for an Olympics at some point, because I think that would be badass as fuck. Like whether it's like Greece or Italy yeah. or something, but yeah. somewhere where there's an Olympics going like to taking place summer. and going to the Olympics. Yeah. yeah. Oh, summer, yeah. winter, don't care. Like, but obviously like it would be cool to go to in the States, but like, I'm thinking like, make a trip out of it and go to Europe somewhere for an that'd Olympics. be insane. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Like super sick. So that was my number five. My number five is Dubai. I know right. there's a bunch of rules. That almost made my list. All, all those other rules. Like there's not a whole lot you can do over there, but just like the scenery and yep. just all the pictures, everything that all the technology, it's just, it's literally, it's like futuristic over there. It almost seems like, so I, that'd be I one place I would love, love to go, but that's only number sure. five, but that's, All right, go ahead with your four. Um, I, I kind of did like actual cities. I don't know if you did countries. I did countries. Oh, but I think, uh, I don't know how to say it. Santorini, Greece with the blue roofs. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Crazy. Looks yeah, absolutely there. crazy there <laughs> yep. in the Bay ocean, got the pools. 
I only I would only go if I could say with the blue roof over my head though. <laughs> That's yeah, the only way I'm uh, going. Gre- Greece made my list, so I'll talk about it a little bit too. But yeah, for sure, I totally agree. I, that that would be part of um, my trip to Greece. Yeah, yeah. If I were to go, uh, so four for me comes in. Um, it's Mexico. Uh, this is mainly just because we used to go when I was a little kid, like all the time, and I haven't been back since. And I just want to go down there to like an all inclusive and just get absolutely blitzed on the Mexico beach for a week straight <laughs> and not remember the whole trip. But yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Uh, so number three, kind of going back to the childhood a little bit on this one too. Um, went to Japan when I was in eighth grade. Uh, and I really, I've always wanted to go back. It's just such a beautiful place. Like it's so cool. There's so much history there. And it's so clean, like even downtown Tokyo, like biggest city in the world, you would never know it, like uh, outside the fact that there's like shit ton of buildings around you, yeah, but like yeah. it's just so clean. Um, so I, and like, there's so much stuff there that you can do. I just would love to go back at some point. So Japan's three for me. All right. For my number three is the Bahamas. Um, I know Fire. it's not out of the ordinary and people go there all the time, but I've never been, uh, but just going Central America, you know, just beaches, nice water, all that kind of stuff. I've always wanted to go. I've actually never been out of the country. So Bahamas might be the first place I go. Yeah. But Bahamas, you ever been? Nope. Nope. I guess we're going to the Bahamas. I guess, yeah. For our 100th right. episode, we'll go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. In five years. <laughs> no shit. Um, all right. Uh, you're number two then. Number two, I got Rome, Italy. Nice. Just all the sightseeing, Italy in general. I'd go to a bunch of different places if I ever went to Italy. But I think mm-hmm. Rome would be the headliner uh, just yeah. with all the stuff. Um, I didn't put Paris on my list. That honorable mention for yeah, sure. Yeah. But Rome, Italy, yeah. just every all the history, all the, I'm sure, wonderful food um, and all that. Rome, Italy. Yep. Uh, so my number two is Greece. Like you said, uh, Santorini would be super cool to go to. Um, but I, a lot of this is just like me. I was going to plan my trip and I was supposed to go on this trip and I haven't been able to yet. So yeah. um, I really want to go um, Greece and then to round it out is Italy. Um, a lot of history there with my family. Um, it's where my mom's side of the family's from. Uh, always wanted to go. It's been like childhood dream of mine. I'm supposed to go twice now. I uh, haven't been able to because yeah, of COVID. So um, really, really want to go. Hopefully I can still do that someday. So, um, yeah. Greece and Italy around mine out. Yep. Yeah. Uh, number one for me is Amsterdam in the Netherlands. Um, yeah. Not sure why. I mean, I do know why. Just like the scenery, all the nice people, and just a whole different culture. It almost seems like a whole different world over there. And just, mm-hmm. I don't it just everyone goes there. It seems like everyone loves it. It's a great place. People move there all the time from the United States. And it's just a place that I would love to go see, I guess. Amsterdam. For sure. You got any honorable mentions off the top um, of your head? Like France, Spain, yeah, uh, Germany, like literally any country in Europe. Switzerland was supposed to be a part of my trip. Um, yeah, I don't know. Literally like Ibiza. I was that oh, I was yeah. literally yeah honorable mention Ibiza. Yeah. <laughs> it actually was on my list and I just switched it out. But 
Yeah. And then if I ever chance, if I ever had the opportunity to go to Africa at any point. Yes, yeah, same. That I was thinking about putting that on there. Just too, like, like anywhere in safari, Africa, just to see. Safari. I know it's not like, you know, not everyone. It's not how we think it is, but like just go see a whole different culture and how they live would be insane. Sure. But All right. Top five. That's of the, week. the show. Um, you didn't have a take of the week this week? I did not. All right. Well, I had one, so I'll just uh, Badgers um, win tonight. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> that works. Uh, my take of the week, I think the Bucks are going to end up winning the East, to be honest. Yeah. I, I, they're only like two games back right Miami's, now. My, Miami actually scares me. but We we couldn't start the season any worse, um, and we're obviously like starting to figure it out. So um, Bucks are going to end up winning the East, and I honestly think the Lakers finish like in the fifth seed. Like, I honestly don't bad. know if the Lakers make the playoffs. Right. Like, if they're going to make the playoffs, it's like five or six, but – and uh, just a quick stat on the Bucks. I think it's been like 275 days, something, since our big three has played together and they haven't lost Crazy. in like 275 days. Fire. Just, yeah. All right. Um, just Alrighty. to wrap up the show, a um, couple of things happened this last week in terms of apparel. Uh, we have a new look. We think we're just going to drop it out there uh, sometime soon just to make sure that you guys like it. I'm sure you will. We asked some people already what they thought. They loved it. And then I actually just got to see what our hats look like. Super excited for those. The only Fire. other 12 the first time. Uh, they're awesome. Anybody that's seen them so far are going to, they love them. Um, they want one. Uh, so I'm sure we'll be ordering more at some point, but we ordered 12 to start. I uh, don't know how much they're going to be or whatever, um, but just, again, keep an eye out on the Instagram because we're going to post that stuff out there um, when the time comes. So that's it for me. That's all I got. All right. I'll right, we'll see you next tonight, week. And I'll see you guys next week. Later. Peace. Yo. Alright, gonna make this as quick as possible. Complete, but it was a fourth down pass, and Green Bay will take over. The final snap of Super Bowl 45. The Green Bay Packers have won the Super Bowl. Case on a deep drop, steps up in the pocket. He'll fire to the right side, caught by Diggs. Stay oh, my God, oh my God! 30, no 10, Oh!
going to be NBA, NBA player. With the 15th pick in the 2013 NBA draft, the Milwaukee Bucks select Giannis Adetokounmpo.